More local content. Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk everybody welcome welcome to another exciting fun-filled edition of saturday morning coffee the reese boyd radio hour i am reese boyd local attorney here in myrtle beach with davis and boyd attorneys at law i'm your host for saturday morning coffee so Welcome to the show. It's Saturday, October 26, about a little after 7, 7.08 in the morning. Hope all are well. It's Saturday morning coffee. We invite you to sit down, pour yourself a cup of your favorite coffee. Join us as we talk about the news, current events, what is happening in your world. All the things in short that we think you need to know here at Saturday morning coffee. We are all about limited government, lower taxes, more freedom, and of course... Most importantly on some days, including this day, great coffee, but in no particular order. Today's show definitely falls under the heading of no particular order. I will confess to you all it's, uh, it's going to be a no particular order show. Uh, we do our best here at Saturday Morning Coffee not only to entertain, but also to enlighten you and help make you a better citizen of the republic. Again, I'm Reese Boyd, local attorney with the firm of Davis and Boyd, part-time radio host. I'm your host for Saturday Morning Coffee. I'm joined here in the studio by our producer extraordinaire, Glenn Dye. Glenn, how are you doing this morning? I am doing fantastic, Reese, and how are you? I'm just loving, I'm living the dream. How's the coffee? Glenn, I'm living the dream. Coffee's good this morning. You know, I am uh, enjoying, you know, we, a couple of Sundays ago, we uh, Saturdays ago, we talked about uh, my recent uh, mission trip to right. Ecuador. right. I am enjoying some fine Ecuadorian. Uh, I'm sorry, not Ecuador. What am I? I'm, I'm losing it, Glenn. I, I, I'm seriously not awake this morning. That was San uh, El Salvador. El Salvador. Ecuador. Golly, I've been to Ecuador, but that was not this trip. Um, man, I am losing it this morning, Glenn. You'll be fine, man. You'll uh, be fine. It's. Um, I'm enjoying some fine El Salvadoran coffee. El Salvadoran coffee from the uh, from the highlands of western El Salvador. By the way, Glenn, I have some coffee for you, but I need—I oh. for, forgot the answer to an important question. What's that? Do you, Glenn Dye, buy your coffee beans ground, or do you buy the beans? Both. As, both? Yes. As Randy Travis would say, have you joined that better class of losers <laughs> the grind who the buy coffee. their coffee beans already ground? Um, so you, so you're a both. I do. I, I buy. I, I have a grinder. Um, you know what I really want is that coffee maker that actually grinds the beans oh, yeah. and puts it in the hopper for you. Yeah, that would yep. be uh, that maybe for Christmas. I'll that's, buy myself uh, that. That's living large. Yeah, yeah. that's living large. <laughs> when, when when my wife and I got married, uh, we actually had uh, somebody. I've, one of our family members gave us the coffee maker that 
has the grinder and you set a timer, the alarm goes off, it grinds the coffee beans, the, the, the grinds go down in, into a little chute into the hopper and right. it starts brewing the coffee. It's a nice way to wake up. And it, it's, uh, you know, grinding the beans is not a quiet process. So no, it, yeah, no. it, it, it wakes you up, but it also wakes you up to the smell of, of fresh brewed coffee. So it's nice. Um, the coffee maker has since worn out. I have, um, and we cleaning i'll tell you this cleaning the grinder that was integrated into the coffee pot was on that particular unit was a little bit of a challenge so when we replaced it we just got what i would call a normal coffee maker that just you know the automatic drip that that brews the coffee but you you grind the beans but we do both but i will bring you some of this fine el salvadoran Thank coffee you. From be, Western El Salvador. So, would you prefer beans or grinds? Uh, either way, either I'm, way, I'm easy going. Glenn, egg. This is yeah. good. This is good stuff. Now, here's the other question that um, I think I know the answer to, but we can discuss it. Uh, what do you prefer, milder or more robust? Bold. Bold. Yeah, bold. bold. I should have known. I thought you were a bold. You, you'd be the second person to give me coffee this week. Uh, I have a, uh, a neighbor that just got back from Brazil, and they brought me coffee from Brazil. I have not Ooh. cracked it open yet. Um, but I will probably tomorrow morning. I, I'm, I'm st- seriously puzzled. I cannot, I do not understand. I told you we talked about this on the program when we were in El Salvador. Uh, the coffee is just amazing. I bet. Um, and it really, I mean, every morning, uh, start out with a couple of cups, cups from the, uh, from the hotel. The guy at the coffee shop, we got to be very good friends. The guy at the coffee <laughs> shop in the hotel, uh, he said, Mr. Boyd, we're going to miss you when you go. Um, <laughs> and so, but I, when we first landed, we flew back from El Salvador, landed in Fort Lauderdale, in the airport in Fort Lauderdale, as I often do, and many of us do, got a cup of coffee at the coffee shop there mm-hmm. in the airport. And I thought, right. oh, pfft, what is this <laughs> stuff? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it, it's like, why can't we brew coffee in the States? What, what's so tough about that? I don't get it. Yeah. But um, anyway. You would think we'd have it down to a science by now, well, wouldn't yeah, you, at all yeah, the establishments? With a, with a Starbucks on every corner, right? Uh, you would think that, we would know how to brew coffee, but obviously we don't. And frankly, you know, you know, I've talked about this. I don't really, um, it, it, Starbucks is not my favorite in terms of the yeah. brewed coffee. It's, right. it, to me, Starbucks tastes a little over roasted, a little, uh, you know, some people will call Starbucks Charbucks. I don't want to be on record calling them Charbucks, but right. you know, that I don't think out. they're a sponsor. So I think yeah, they're, they're not a sponsor. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we had a great uh, time drinking some wonderful coffee among some other many, many wonderful things we did in El Salvador. I have some, so I'll bring you some beans. Great. So Thank be you. The, be on the lookout for that. So Thank you. your, your, your other coffee was from, you said where? Uh, Brazil. Brazil. How'd you like that? Um, I haven't tried it yet. Um, it's still sealed in the vacuum package that, that was yeah. brought to me. Um, I, I believe it contains coffee, yeah. you know, but um, a, a neighbor went uh, all the way to Brazil to have surgery because it was cheaper to have the surgery there than here in the States. Oh, and that's where they're from. Med- medical tourism. Yeah. 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 We need, there's a lot of stuff to be, uh, a lot of interesting issues in the, in medical tourism is becoming a bigger. You could do a whole segment. Yeah, on we it. could do a segment on that. I, as I've told you, I've got a client. Who's, who regularly sends me coffee from uh, Costa Rica because he knows that I love that coffee and uh, we enjoy drinking that. But we'll uh, we'll uh, talk more about coffee later in the show. Got a lot going on, um, just so much going on in the news. It's been one of those weeks where you just stare in disbelief at your uh, at your screen or your television, however you get your news. So much that's happening in the world that is just hard to relate to. But that's why we're here at Saturday Morning Coffee. Uh, to help you guys unpack uh, the many things that are going on. 
and just uh, almost uh, too much to digest and, and many things, frankly, going on in the world today and in this country in particular in Washington that I never thought that I would see. But uh, we're here to help you unpack it because that's what we do at Saturday Morning Coffee. Hopefully we do that in a format that you enjoy and that you learn something from. It's always my aim here at Saturday Morning Coffee that you guys walk away from the radio thinking, um, I didn't know that. Wow, I'm really glad I spent an hour uh, enjoying my coffee uh, uh, with Reese Boyd and the guys and the folks at, uh, at the Saturday Morning Coffee Show. Because we really do try to entertain, enlighten, and make you a better citizen. And it's important that you guys stay on top of all this and don't tune it out because what is happening, uh, what's happening in this country is critically important. And uh, as Ben Franklin said, we have a republic as long as we can keep it. And it's our job to keep it. So we want to keep you guys informed so you can hopefully make uh, better decisions uh, in, in the voting booth and elsewhere. Uh, feel free to join us uh, on the phone lines. We'll get back to more uh, Saturday morning coffee. We invite your comments and your questions, um, but stick with us. A lot to talk about. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors with more Saturday morning coffee. And you can call us at 843-903-2945 and join the conversation or text us at 843-798-8255 on the First Choice Heating and Air Conditioner text line. Text us on the First Choice. Hello, I'm Wayne Gray, candidate for Myrtle Beach City Council. In 16 years of past service on the council with three terms as Mayor Pro Tem, I am proud of new developments such as Market Common, Grand Dunes, and the world-class Oceanfront Boardwalk. We are blessed with many wonderful private attractions and public amenities, such as 12 miles of Sandy White Coastline. However, during this campaign, while knocking on doors and talking with old and new friends, I am reminded that our greatest asset is our people. I firmly believe that great cities are made of great neighborhoods that are made by great citizens. I will ensure that we continue to invest in our people and our neighborhoods so that we become the world-class community we all love and desire. Thank you for your past support and friendship and I am asking for your vote again on Tuesday, November 5th. I am Wayne Gray. Paid for by Wayne Gray for City Council. The election is Tuesday, November 5th. This is Jennifer Walters with the Little River Chamber of Commerce and Visitor Center. Come find your treasure right here in Little River. Hi, my name is Mitchell McKenzie, and I'm with McKenzie Signature Lawns and Landscape. We do a little bit of everything on the outside, from mowing to trimming to cleaning up after hurricanes. We also do computerized imaging of landscapings where we can take a picture of your home, erase what's there, and put brand new landscaping in. We have a, a wide area that we do, mostly uh, here at Little River, Cherry Grove, North Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach itself. We do uh, residentials and we do um, commercial properties as well. Little River gives so much and we have so much going on with our chamber. I believe in chambers. I believe that they help promote the community greater than any other entity out there. The chamber has a lot of information. They've helped steer us. I'm Mitchell McKenzie and please come find your treasure here in Little River. Little River, South Carolina, just right. 
Is your heating and cooling system eight years or older? Is your system not performing like it used to? Hi, my name is Kevin Gow, the owner of First Choice Heating and Air, your second generation, family-owned, local Linux premier HVAC dealer. We're excited to announce that Linux just made available really exciting rebates on Linux systems. Right now, we are offering up to $1,700 off select Linux home comfort systems that will bring you years of comfort, peace of mind, and the industry's top energy savings. First Choice Heating and Air is also offering a special tune-up on your existing system to ensure your system is operating at its peak performance. We are offering this limited-time tune-up special for only $59. Please call, visit our website, and find us on Facebook to see for yourselves what makes First Choice different from the rest. Call 365-HVAC. That's 365-4822. Let First Choice be your first choice in heating and cooling and dryer vent cleaning. You're listening to the Reese Boyd Radio Hour, Saturday morning coffee on Talk 94.5. Can keep my hands to myself. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee. It's uh, 7.19 here on the Grand Strand. Saturday, October 26, 2019. Can you believe October is almost over, Glenn? <laughs> yeah, I can see the Christmas stuff in the stores oh already. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so what are you, you going to be for Halloween? <laughs> um, I, I have no comment at this point. Uh, no comment. Uh, it's, it's a tr- it's trade. It's it's a trade <laughs> secret, Reese. It's top secret. I cannot reveal that information. I, ha- I have won some contests before. So. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. I think we've all have. We all have those stories. We yeah. all have those stories. Uh, I once was the. Uh, you remember the guy from the Karate Kid who went, when uh, when the uh, the guy that was the protagonist of the Karate Kid went to the uh, went to the dance dressed as a shower. Yeah. I want. I once built that costume. Did you really? Yeah, that was my costume. I think I was in law school when I did that. Oh, great! Yeah, but uh, um, a lot going on, guys. We got just so much to talk about today. Um, uh, first update. Let's talk about this uh, crazy ongoing uh, extra constitutional impeachment effort that uh, the House Democrats uh, talking about uh, not being able to keep your hands to yourself. Listening to the the bumper music, um, it, just unbelievable what. Uh, this president has been forced uh, to endure. And it's is just an unbelievable saga when you stack it all up. We want to unpack it for uh, a few minutes here. Um, an unbelievable saga when you stack it all up. Everything that this duly elected president, of course, President Trump, uh, has had to endure since he was elected to serve as president of the United States. And it's it's literally been one thing after another. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing they tried to do was get him unseated as, uh, you know, rely on the uh, uh, on the 16th Amendment, or excuse me, the, the, the Logan Act. And, and there's been, you know, there was income tax, que- income tax questions. Uh, then there was the, the, the McCabe, uh, Rosenstein, quasi-coup. Uh, There was the effort under the 25th Amendment to unseat him because of mental instability. Uh, There was the effort under the uh, Logan Act and the emoluments uh, uh, emoluments clause. The emoluments clause. I mean, most of these things are things that most of us, um, (laughs) most of us who have to work 
for a living. I'd never even heard of. And, and yet uh, it's been a constant saga with this president, literally one thing after another. And, of course, the, um, uh, as we've talked about a great deal on this show, ultimately there was the uh, launching of Operation Crossfire Hurricane uh, by the FBI. Um, you know, that utterly failed. 24 months of uh, special uh, prosecutor Robert Mueller spending 30 plus million dollars of your money literally digging up dirt on the president in an effort to unseat him from office, overturn the results of a, of a popularly elected president in 2016. And yet it continues. There is no, and, I, and you wonder, we're not very far from the election, of course, right. and you wonder when this is going to end. It will, And I think the answer at this point is it will never end. And in, in November of 2020 is when I think it will end. Uh, yeah, and, I, and well, and of course it won't even end then. They'll, they'll continue yeah. to unseat, their efforts to unseat him will, will no doubt continue uh, well into the, uh, the second term, I'm sure. Why stop now? Uh, why stop when you're having fun and they've had so much success? You know, there was there there was um, initial um, uh, discussion of voting irregularities right after the election. And this is just coming back to me. Uh, Glenn, as, as you think about it, you're like, it's, when is this going to stop? I mean, are they ever because it, there were the voting machine irregularities? Then remember, I, I skipped over this one just a second ago. There was the effort to contact the electoral, the members of the electoral college, mm-hmm. encourage the members of the electoral college not to certify the election. The Democrats uh, did that. Uh, we talked about the Twenty Fifth Amendment. We talked about the emoluments clause. We talked about uh, Andrew McCabe and and Rosenstein. By the way, Andrew McCabe still not been indicted. At some point, if if truth exists, if if justice works in the United States of America, Andrew McCabe will be indicted. He did the same thing. He lied uh, to the FBI. He lied to the DOJ. He's done the same thing that others, uh, the president's lawyers, have been indicted for. Mm-hmm. So if there is inju- if there is justice in the world, uh, Andrew McCabe uh, should be indicted. We're still waiting on that. But you had uh, uh, Comey, James Comey, and the farce of his memos that he supposedly uh, maintained as he had all of his interactions with the president. And that farcical episode in, in an effort to undermine the president. We had the, um, the uh, op-ed that was published anonymously within the, uh, within the uh, New York Times. Uh, by supposedly a member of uh, the Trump administration, there were there have been allegations that they've pursued of camp uh, of campaign uh, violations of campaign finance laws that have been that have been pursued. They've had the uh, we had the Stormy Daniels affair. I remember Stormy. Huh, yeah. Oh, I mean, who can yeah. forget Stormy? Uh, didn't she come to Myrtle Beach? Uh, she did to a, a local, a local uh, uh, club. A local club. Yeah. And not that we would know about those things. No. Uh, we had the Stormy Daniels affair, the, the efforts still ongoing to obtain copies of the president's tax returns in, in what is a novel uh, legal uh, case. Um, and, and the latest uh, iterations, of course, are Operation Crossfire Hurricane, which produced absolutely uh, no hard evidence of collusion between the Russians and the Trump campaign. And, and, and then, of course, the latest version is this insane hearsay hurricane the whistleblower who has now gone underground and Mm -hmm. apparently will never know so we have this whistleblower campaign 
that was launched with the with the camp with the complaint that that read as if it was uh, written by a committee of uh, of of deep state uh, conspirators, frankly. Um, and now that has spawned the latest iteration of all this, which is the ongoing uh, impeachment inquiry, not a vote, not happening in the open, not a vote, but the inquiry happening in the dark, behind closed doors, in the basement of the Capitol. Right. And we don't get to know what's going on. And they're selectively leaking information from that proceeding. Right. And, and what we're hearing about it are just the little snippets of it that the Democrats want you to hear. Yeah. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. And this is not the way, y'all, I just want to make you understand something. This is not the way that government is supposed to work. Nope. The Democrats are saying, well, the Republicans are attacking us on process. Oh, we're in the basement. We're doing this little secret thing. I want to remind y'all of something. Impeachment, first of all, it's, it's happened very rarely and for good reason. Uh, most of us recall the Clinton uh, either witnessing or, or hearing about the efforts to impeach President Bill Clinton after the Monica Lewinsky affair. Um, earlier on, a little before my time, but but uh, remember certainly reading about the the efforts to impeach President uh, Richard M. Nixon uh, back in the early 70s after the Watergate break-in, third-rate break-in at the Watergate Hotel. <laughs> I am older than you. Yeah, still, we got, we got G. Gordon Liddy to thank for that yeah. one. Let's write, yeah. let's write G. Gordon Liddy a hey, thank you. Hey, he had that. a heck of a radio career after that. He did. Yeah. He, he, made a, he made a heck of a radio career for yeah. himself. And, uh, but, but those inquiries, and I, want, and I don't always, uh, frankly, I don't always agree with what Lindsey Graham says, but Lindsey Graham came out this week highlighting the differences between the way Republicans and previous Congresses have handled impeachment inquiries uh, versus what's being done now. And he made some, I mean, astonishingly sound points, and most people are ignoring him. Most people in the mainstream media don't seem to care. Why is the mainstream media not upset that they don't have full access to these proceedings in the basement of the Capitol? They should be. And when when the Democrats sought to impeach uh, Nixon, it happened in the open. It was done in an open hearing before the uh, House Judiciary Committee. Usually these inquiries are treated as legal proceedings with the full benefit of uh, the right to confront one's accuser. That's a fundamental right. The right to cross-examine one's accuser. Uh, again, a fundamental right. That's been that was done when the when the House went after Nixon. It was done when the House Republicans went after Clinton. It was done in open and we'll call, we'll call it open court, because remember, in the impeachment process, it's the House's job to determine if a in fact, an indictment. Well, let's use the criminal justice analogy. If an indictment is supportable, if, an, if there's reasonable, probable cause to bring an indictment for impeachment against the president, then it's up to the Senate to serve as the judge and jury, to, to actually have the case and figure out whether, yes, uh, what's been alleged in the House indictment is impeachable or not. Well, that process in the past has always been conducted in the open. As Lindsey Graham noted, it was conducted in the, in the, in the open for Clinton, and there were, in fact, about, I, I think, about 15, 13, 15 Democrats who voted to impeach Clinton. But why is that not being done now? Why can't it be done in the open now? That's the question that we all should demand an answer to. So we'll keep that uh, conversation going. We'll talk more about that. We'll uh, invite your comments. Stick with us. We'll be right back after these messages with more Saturday Morning Coffee. 
us on the First Choice Heating and Air text line, 843-798-TALK. Saturday morning coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. Here's John Hennis for Sound Solutions. I've had hearing aids over the years, and it's a cycle. You wear them for a while, then you fall out of it, and you keep thinking, I can adjust, but you can't. If you're not following the conversations, if you're withdrawing, you're not in the game anymore. The first visit is completely free. You go in, you meet with Brad. He knows from experience what you're going through, and he has a solution for you. Call Brad at Sound Solutions. Call 843-347-3005. Williams Flooring Carpet One, located in Pauley's Island, is your flooring connection. Locally owned since 1997, offering all types of flooring and more. Carpet, hardwood, tile, waterproof flooring, backsplashes, showers, and healthy living installation for your family. When it comes to flooring in your home or your business, let Williams Flooring Carpet One share their knowledge of flooring with you. And their in-house designers, Robin and Donna, are ready to help you pick the right flooring for your home. Come see their beautiful new showroom in Polly's Island, right on Ocean Highway. Not only do they offer all the top name brands of carpeting, but they also offer custom-made area rugs. Ask about the Williams Flooring Carpet One Guarantee. If for some reason you don't like your new carpet, it can be replaced within 30 days. Why go anywhere else? Williams Flooring Carpet One on Ocean Highway in Pawleys Island. Call for your free estimate, 843-235-0218 or visit WilliamsFlooringCarpetOne.com. Hi, this is Charlie Stewart from State Farm Insurance. Call us anytime for insurance needs with your homeowners, your autos, your life insurance. Our phone number is 843-249-7066. Charlie Stewart will show you how something as simple as combining your car and home policies could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Because being there to help keep more of your money is when Charlie Stewart is here. Like a good neighbor, Charlie Stewart State Farm is there. Sparks Toyota. Great family, great cars, and great tires right now at Sparks Toyota. Buy three tires, then it's just $1 for the fourth. It's the Toyota Tire Savings Event. Now, at Sparks, buy three tires, the fourth is just $1. Buy three, the fourth is just a buck. Now, at Sparks Toyota. Right now at Sparks, lease the new 2020 Corolla LE for just $179 a month. The new 2019 RAV4 LE can be yours for $219 a month when you lease from Sparks. How about this? The new 2019 Camry is 0% interest for 60 months with $500 in bonus cash. And remember this, with every new vehicle at Sparks, it comes with a Sparks Lifetime Limited Powertrain Warranty. Sparks Toyota on Highway 501 across from Carolina Forest where the dealer is always in. Saturday morning coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk Everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee. little Hugh Masakela to serve as a little musical backdrop to our discussions today. Hope you guys are enjoying the show. Hope you guys got that coffee uh, at least brewing, if not uh, sipping on it already. Um, 
here at uh, Saturday Morning Coffee. We're all about uh, good coffee and the uh, discussion of the political issues of the day. Saturday Morning Coffee was born when I was first talking to John Hennis about this show. I, we, um, uh, When I lived in Washington, I lived in Washington for several years, uh, so several friends of mine, we would meet at a coffee shop uh, in uh, Arlington. I guess you would call it Arlington, Alexandria, Arlington area, sort of on the border. Great little coffee shop down on Commonwealth Avenue there in uh, Arlington uh, by the name of St. Elmo's Coffee. If you've been to St. Elmo's Coffee, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your Saturday morning coffee story from St. Elmo's Coffee. Or if you've got a coffee story from a local uh, coffee brew place, coffee shop, we'd love to hear your stories. Um, but uh, the idea behind the show was to take the discussions. We would always meet there on Saturday mornings and take our newspaper and, and chew the fat, as we used to say. And I would uh, espouse my political viewpoint. Others would espouse theirs. And uh, that, was the, uh, that was the discussion of the day. Saturday morning coffee, we just put a radio microphone on the table and we have the same discussion. So I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, we're talking about the uh, ongoing impeachment inquiry against the president. Uh, we neglected to go through all. I think Glenn gave you all the uh, text lines coming into the uh, top of the top of the show, but didn't tell you all the ways that you can reach us here at Saturday Morning Coffee. We'd love to have your comments. As uh, Glenn noted earlier, you can dial in, reach us on the uh, call in lines at eight four three nine zero three two nine four five. That's 843-903-2945. You can also text us on the First Choice Heating and Air text line at 843-798-8255. You can tweet your host. You can tweet me at at Reese Boyd. You can also email me at Reese Boyd SMC. That's SMC for Saturday Morning Coffee. Reese Boyd SMC at gmail.com. And I'd love to get your topic suggestions, questions, hear from you. Uh, And you can also call me. Some of you have called me at my office, the offices of Davis and Boyd, attorneys at law. If you want to reach me during normal business hours uh, during the week, feel free to call me there, 843-839-9800. Some of you apparently are not uh, fully awake and fully talkative uh, between the hours of 7 and 8 a.m. on Saturday mornings, and we respect that. Uh, many of you still asleep, so uh, hopefully you'll catch the podcast. But uh, if you're not, if you're listening but don't want to talk and you want to call the office, feel free to reach me there at uh, 843-839-9800. So, uh, again, as we were talking before the break, I don't always agree with everything that Lindsey Graham says, but I think he is spot on uh, when it comes to the current uh, nonsense going on in the Capitol. Um, you know, and I was just astonished, frankly, when you know, a bunch of congressmen. Again, these impeachment uh, inquiries typically have happened in the past in open proceedings, typically run by the House Judiciary Committee, because it is, frankly, a process that is legal and judiciary and, and, and judicial in nature. It is in the, in the it is in the in the manner of a uh, criminal justice proceeding. The, the House is attempting to determine if there is sufficient evidence to uh, impeach or to bring an impeachment uh, accusation formally against the president in the Senate. And you should hear what is happening in these proceedings. The press should hear what is happening in these proceedings. And absolutely other members of the House should be able to be privy to what's happening in these proceedings. But they are not as many um, as many have commented and tweeted uh, this week. Uh, they, the proceedings are, 
are closed very much behind closed doors. And, of course, we had uh, Steve Scalise and about 25 congressmen that tried to um, crash the party, so to speak, and uh, get into the get into the to the chamber in the basement, in the basement of the Capitol building where this is all happening. And, of course, instead of uh, lining up on the side side of open government, transparency, accountability, uh, freedom of the press, the press, by and large, I, I could not believe the stories that I read in the press that said oh, a bunch of old white guys uh, acting rowdy at the Capitol. I'm like, y'all, y- you people have lost your minds, right. have literally lost your minds. Why would the New York Times? I mean, the, the issue was Republicans trying to disrupt the proceedings. Why did Schiff run when the door was opened? I mean, it's insane. It is truly this is the sort of stuff. If y'all are students of history and I know. All of you listening to this program are students of history. Um, it is absolutely insane that this sort of nonsense is happening in the Capitol building of the United States of America in 2019. This is the sort of stuff that happened in, uh, you know, Soviet Russia, mm-hmm. uh, circa 1917, 1918. This is the kind of, these closed door star chamber proceedings. I mean, this is the stuff that, you know, this is the kind of stuff that Henry VIII, you know, these are the kind of trials that Henry VIII had. Um, you know, star chamber proceedings where you didn't get to confront your accuser. You didn't get to ask questions. You just sat there and waited uh, for the king to pass judgment and tell you how long you were going to jail, if you were going to jail or if you were going straight to the guillotine. This is crazy. This is nonsense. And it's an affront to the Constitution. The Democrats keep saying, well, it's all about, you know, Republicans are raising the issue of process uh, because they, they can't argue the facts. Process, y'all, is everything. Uh, the purpose the purpose of process, frankly, is to make sure that a proceeding is fair and that what we get to are the facts, indeed the facts, because you've had an opportunity to hear from both sides and a neutral finder of fact has had an opportunity to weigh the evidence and the testimony on both sides of a question. And that neutral finder of fact has then given a neutral, unbiased opinion. That, that is all process. If you read the Constitution, go back. I encourage you to read it. It's important. What it says is important. 90% of it is process. No, no individual shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Without due process. It's all about process. Everything is process. If you don't have good process, then how can you trust the resulting facts? If it's just Adam Schiff and a couple of his friends in a closet talking about how badly they hate the president and then sitting down and writing a report, who cares? It's not, there's no process. So why do we care about the result? Lindsey Graham, boom, hit it out of the park. Um, his press conference um, this week where he explained the differences in the manner in which uh, the Republicans have handled impeachment in the past when they were forced to confront uh, the impeachment question as it related to President Bill Clinton, then Bill, then President Bill Clinton versus how the Democrats are handling then versus how the Democrats are handling it today. A stark contrast night and day could not be more stark. And, and those distinctions are not subtle they are important and uh, anyway i'd love to hear y'all's uh, take on that we've got um, much more to talk about today the uh, durham investigation into possible fbi misconduct uh, related to uh, operation crossfire hurricane now as we have said we call we call this aspect of the of the process crossfire boomerang because the chickens are coming home to roost
the process, speaking of process, has now come back to haunt uh, the FBI and those at DOJ that were responsible for the investigation and the launching of the investigation and the manner in which the investigation has been conducted, was conducted, which led to, of course, the special counsel, Robert Mueller's uh, two-year, nearly two-year inquiry, uh, which ultimately resulted in no uh, plausible evidence of collusion between the Russians and the Trump campaign. But having said that, it's not over uh, because U.S. Attorney John Durham's ongoing probe into the potential FBI misconduct in the run-up to the 2016 election has now transitioned into a full-fledged criminal investigation. This is according to Fox News in a story they produced uh, or published a couple of days ago. One source added that DOJ Inspector General Michael Horowitz's upcoming report on alleged FBI surveillance abuses against the Trump campaign will shed light on why Durham's probe has become a criminal inquiry. Mm -hmm. And so we're awaiting that report with uh, bated breath and hopefully um, we'll, we'll, we will see justice ultimately prevail in that case and that uh, those that have tried to unseat this president um, improperly. By the way, on the subject of FBI inquiry, also noted this week in the Epoch Times front page story from earlier in the month, this was from October 10th, hadn't had a chance to talk about it yet, but the, uh, the now infamous uh, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act court issued a ruling indicating that the FBI has violated uh, many, I, I get the impression, it's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of Americans' uh, privacy rights with unauthorized uh, database searches. And uh, so this, this is uh, new, um, not being talked about really in the mainstream media, but uh, these abuses related to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act and how the FBI uses their authority. And again, that's a one-sided process because it's supposed to be directed at foreign nationals or people who are not on U.S. soil and therefore uh, not fully protected under the Constitution. And that's why we don't have in the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act court, in the FISA court, a two-sided process. It's a uni, uh, you know, it's a unilateral process where the prosecutor talks to the judge. That's why it's so important that the prosecutor is fair truthful and completely, um, uh, you know, transparent with the judge. Um, but uh, these abuses continue. So we'll be talking uh, more about that as, uh, as this story unfolds. Meanwhile, U.S. jobless rates have hit a 50-year low. The Trump, uh, presidential, the Trump administration just continues to knock it out of the park with a president who's uh, doing his job. So we'll, uh, we'll be back with more after these messages from our sponsors. Stick with us for more Saturday morning coffee. We'll be right back. Saturday morning coffee. Call the show at 843-903-2945. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour returns after these on Talk 94.5. As pet owners, we know our pets are part of the family, right? They have our heart. Hi, I'm Earl McDaniel from the Animal Hospital of North Myrtle Beach. Taking care of your pets means we take care of your family. From wellness exams to emergencies, from puppies and kittens to dogs and cats, the Animal Hospital of North Myrtle Beach is a place filled with care, love, and understanding. That's our promise to you. 
I'm Earl McDaniel, the Animal Hospital of North Myrtle Beach. Here's Tony Zach with Mr. Sparky. It's always generator season, and planning now is a must. Generators are. They're a part of our life now. We've had some issues in the winter here. I know our winters typically are mild, but we had a big ice storm about four or five years ago. Right after that, we had another hurricane, another hurricane a year ago, and then this past one that we just had a close brush by. We don't want to be down and out without power, so they've become real important to a lot of people businesses as well who can afford to be down and out without power and lose business a new home generator for a whole house has its own safety features built in that are going to protect your equipment as well as the generator itself and our company's ready to go we've got the most Briggs and Stratton certified technicians on hand we keep parts for Briggs and Stratton as well as Generac and we'll be happy to help get in touch with Mr. Sparky on Online, Mr. Sparky Myrtle Beach SC.com. We call it one hour heating and air magic because the difference in comfort we make in your home feels like magic. If you haven't gotten your system serviced in a while, give us a call. We'll give you our miraculous complete system rejuvenation. This is no regular old cheap tune-up. Our rejuvenation costs 134 bucks. It makes your system blow stronger, achieve better temperatures, and use less energy doing it. It's amazing. Especially if you have an older system that hasn't been tuned in a while. And properly tuned you're not just losing comfort you're losing money but when your system is fully rejuvenated your comfort goes up while your energy bills go down everything is better when you feel more comfortable in your home get the excellence get the heart get the magic of the 134 dollars complete system rejuvenation only from one hour heating and air independently owned and operated and online at onehourmagic.com First of all, there just aren't many truly oceanfront restaurants. Second, of those few, how many of them have been around long? And how many of them have a great reputation for great food? Well, there's one, Damon's Oceanfront. From hand-cut steaks to amazing ribs, Damon's Oceanfront in Myrtle Beach. And remember, it's always free on your birthday. No gimmick, just happy birthday. From Damon's Oceanfront, South Ocean Boulevard in Myrtle Beach. Damon's. Thanks for waking up with Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another uh, segment of Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It's Saturday, October 26, 2019. A little, oh man, we're in the last segment. Glenn, where does time go when you're having fun? You need more time. I need more time. Speaking of which, um, big important question on the docket here at Saturday Morning Coffee. In the grand scheme of things, in the long arc of Western civilization, this is... Not necessarily a, a big deal, but here, for those of us who live in the little corner of the radio universe known as Saturday Morning Coffee, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty significant question. Yeah. There has been some suggestion at the, from the uh, powers that be at the radio station that we do a second hour of Saturday Morning Coffee on Saturday mornings. The uh, Reese Boyd Radio Hour would then, in fact, be two hours. 
So if you are, as an avid Saturday morning coffee listener, is interested in hearing a second hour of Saturday morning coffee, we invite you to uh, send us an email or a tweet. Again, you can tweet us at, at Reese Boyd and uh, let us know. Email address again is Reese Boyd SMC for Saturday morning coffee. Reese Boyd SMC at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. If you'd like to hear a second hour of Saturday morning coffee, uh, we'll pass those comments on to uh, John and uh, Bob over at uh, WTKN's management. And we'll uh, see what the station does. But we'll, uh, we'll also welcome your comments if you think, no, nah, Reese, about an hour from you on Saturday mornings is about <laughs> as much as we can take. I don't think that you're going to hear too much of that. Well, I mean, you uh, always uh, come over prepared. You have plenty of uh, uh, content and good content. So also, everybody call us at 843-903-2945 or text us on the First Choice Heating and Air uh, text line at 843-798-8255. That's 8255 is actually talk. It should be pretty easy to remember. Easy to remember. So let us know if you think uh, Saturday morning coffee should be expanded to two hours. Um, let us know. We'd love to uh, hear from you regardless. Either way, happy to hear your comments. Uh, that's, uh, as I said, I, you'll hear me say this again and again. I'm all about open government, transparency, accountability. And if your opinion is, nah, Reese, one hour is plenty, we're, look, I'm happy to hear from you. Because the last thing I want to do is uh, spend my time preparing a second hour that folks don't want to hear. But uh, let us know your thoughts. We're, uh, we're looking at that question right now. And the station's looking at it. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have more developments uh, in that regard coming up. But uh, now, Glenn, speaking of good content, things that people want to hear, it's time for another installment of our most recent show segment. Things we have to look forward to when the socialists come to power. Things we have to look forward to when the socialists come to power. As we all know, socialism is alive and well, at least in two places that I can think of. One is in the uh, campuses of America's universities. And in the second place, of course, is on the Democratic campaign trail, where socialism is not only alive and well, it is thriving. And it is the agenda of the day. Last week in our first installment of Things We Have to Look Forward to When the Socialists Inevitably Come to Power, we talked about organ donation. Excuse me. Or, no, organ donation is what we do here in the West. In, in, in China, what uh, the uh, adherents of the Falun Gong doctrine and other political dissonance are enjoying is the process of organ harvesting, where prisoners are being selectively killed uh, for the purposes of harvesting their organs. You haven't heard much about that, but we talked about it last week. Today... The next uh, installment of things we have to look forward to when the socialists come to power, the uh, health benefits of weight loss. You ready to lose some weight, Glenn? I actually already have, man. I'm down like 23 you're, pounds. You're looking slim and trim. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, one of the things we have to look forward to when uh, Bernie and uh, elect, uh, AOC have their way with <laughs> us, when they, when they inevitably have their way with us, if you've read yeah. your Karl Marx, you know this is all a done deal, yeah. um, is uh, weight loss. We've all got weight loss to look forward to. Did you guys know that uh, the average Venezuelan, this data coming to us from our friends uh, living under the uh, benevolent rule of Maduro in the uh, formerly prosperous nation of Venezuela, lost in, uh, in uh, 2018 data not yet available, average weight loss in Venezuela for calendar 2017, 11 kilograms. That's uh, a nation that is clearly healthy and taking off those extra pounds, something that we have to look forward to. Um, I know we all could afford to uh, take off a few pounds. I know I certainly could. 
here in America, one of our uh, biggest problems is uh, obesity, particularly childhood obesity, but frankly, obesity across the board. Uh, go to the mall, look around, and so, hey, guys, it, I'm excited. Let's get excited. Uh, what, one of the things we have to look forward to in, uh, in, the, in the coming socialist revolution is, uh, is weight loss. Average uh, Venezuelan now losing about 11 kilograms annually on average. And that's across the board. That's everybody. That's per capita. Wow, that's and a lot of hungry people. That's a lot of hungry people. And, um, and frankly, one of the other things, uh, some of the other data that, that uh, this study points to, 2018 inflation, uh, subsequent to Maduro's election, is now, uh, you know, between 2000 and 2012, inflation in Venezuela hovered. It was high. It hovered around 20 percent. It uh, got as high as about 40 percent in 2002 and then 2008. But uh, after 2012 and Maduro's quote unquote election, uh, inflation now hovering at a healthy 1.3 million percent. <laughs> I know that I know that's simple for y'all to understand what it exa- what does it mean when inflation is 1.3 million percent. It's not good. Trust me. Uh, how many uh, Venezuelan bolivars do you need to get one U.S. dollar? Um, in the uh, latest data available from 2018, that number was well below uh, 100. It was in the 20s. Uh, most current information available, it's not really clear. At least 1,600 uh, bolivars needed for one U.S. dollar. So the number has increased in approximately one year from less than 20 to well over 1,600. Uh, precise data is hard to get because the number fluctuates uh, so much, but uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, speculating that by the time this number got printed, the 1,600 is now out of date, and that's what happens when, uh, when hyperinflation uh, occurs. And you remember those pictures in your school textbooks of the German Weimar Republic with uh, Germans going to the grocery store uh, with literally wheelbarrows full of money uh, to buy a loaf of bread when a loaf of bread could be found. That's what hyperinflation does uh, to a people. That's what Maduro has done uh, to his people. They are, in fact, losing weight because they are starving, and, uh, and they're suffering under 1.3 million percent at least uh, hyperinflation. Um, cornmeal consumption uh, significantly down. Uh, vegetable consumption uh, significantly down over the last three years. Now less than 40% of uh, Venezuelans regularly uh, uh, consume vegetables. Dairy consumption now down to less than 20%. Fruit consumption even lower. Um, what is uh, up are root vegetables, potatoes. Potato consumption up from 2014, 2014 to the most recent data available. Uh, potato root vegetable consumption was approximately 10% in the 2014 survey. Now it's well over uh, 60%. So mm. in essence, what's happening is uh, Venezuelans are um, uh, subsisting on a, on a diet of cheap uh, root uh, vegetables. It's the, uh, it's the Irish potato famine all over again, and uh, it's just nuts. But that's, uh, that's just one more thing. Um, <laughs> that, uh, and also, uh, since um, 2010, uh, malaria in Venezuela off the charts. Um, so just a lot that you guys have to think about, a lot we have to look forward to when Bernie and his pals uh, take over. Um, next item, uh, so that's your socialism update, what you have to look forward to when the so- socialists inevitably come to power. 
next item is uh, a troubling uh, story I read about Lyft this week, Glenn. Lyft is fostering an endemic of uh, an epidemic of uh, sexual assault. And you haven't heard much about this in the um, in the mainstream press. This comes to us from CNET. Um, widespread examples of um, uh, uh, people taking lift rides uh, and being sexually assaulted. And they're, what they're finding is predators are becoming lift drivers. And I think this also happens with Uber uh, for the sole purpose of <laughs> of obtaining victims. Hmm. And there's some harrowing stories. Uh, in this uh, CNET article, and it says at least uh, 34 lawsuits have either filed or been joined against uh, Lyft uh, on this topic since August. That's 34 lawsuits now pending. Um, but uh, uh, I'm encouraging, uh, not encouraging, my wife, I, if my wife travels, she doesn't usually travel alone, but I'm not allowing my family members, particularly the female members of my family, to uh, engage Lyft. And uh, so... It's uh, something to be aware of. Let me um, leave you with this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this bit of wisdom from the Proverbs. Um, It's Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, and in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Thanks for joining us this week on Saturday Morning Coffee. Uh, Enjoy being with you. Write us, let us know if you want a second hour. Be blessed. We'll see you next week. City Council. During my 16 years of previous service on City Council and serving as past chairman of the Myrtle Beach Area Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors, I worked with local, state, and federal governmental officials on new initiatives to include the tourism development fee and residential property tax credit, Doug Shaw Stadium improvements, and the Ride 3 Road projects, which received 70% voter approval. Seeking a common goal, our citizens, businesses, and elected officials can work together while respecting our differences to ensure that we become the world-class community and world-class resort that we desire. Thank you for your past support, and I am asking for your vote on Tuesday, November 5th. I am Wayne Gray. Paid for by Wayne Gray for City Council. The election is Tuesday, November 5th. Please remember to vote on Tuesday, November 5th. Wayne Gray for City Council. This is WTKN 94.5. Merle's Inlet, Myrtle Beach. Talk 94.5, the new conservative alternative.